Good afternoon. Welcome to episode 13 of the Digital Talk Radio. My name is Tom Dorsey. I'll be your host with the most. And we got a great show for you today lined up. And we're going to be talking about how to increase shop productivity through effective digital communication, using those digital communication tools, both internally and externally, to um, increase productivity. And so I've got a great guest with us today. Marty Mace ran one of the most uh, highest productive shop, actually, uh, in the Christian Brothers Network. And um, if, if there's anybody who can tell us the tips and tricks on how to manage, you know, that uh, amount of volume and stay highly productive through effective communication, it's going to be Marty Mace. Marty, if you could introduce yourself, say hi, and tell us a little bit about, uh, about you. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. Um, you know, I've been in this, this business my whole life. It's been my passion. Um, absolutely just love cars and helping people out. Uh, I've done everything from sweep floors to turn wrenches to, to manage a few uh, successful shops. So, um, you know, one of, one of the biggest things I think it always boils down to is, is the word you touched on is communication. And the better we can communicate, the, the more that we can achieve. So I appreciate you having me and uh, hopefully I can give you guys some nuggets today that will help you out. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Marty. And so, so tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of how you guys ended up, uh, you know, going digital and, and what were some of the first, um, I guess, challenges you were looking to overcome and some of the first results that you experienced once you kind of got your, you know, your feet wet in the, in the digital shop realm? No, absolutely. Um, you know, one of, one of the biggest things that we had is, is being uh, one of the shops I worked for being a high volume shop. Um, was was workflow management in the back and being able to communicate with the technicians what was going on. Not only did we want to keep our customers up to date, but we were struggling on the back end. And every we tried every concept we could think of as far as you know multiple racks with ROs in them. Uh, you know designing uh, whiteboards, trying to update whiteboards where everybody was at, running back and forth, trying to scream over phones. You know wrenches turning. You know all that sort of chaos and. Our, our biggest, um, one of my biggest things with going digital was is I needed a way to manage workflow to control the chaos a little bit more instead of just managing the three ring circus. And, um, you know, it was, we, we had whiteboards set up where we would have every technician, what was sold, what priority, and then doing one walk down the shop and back, something would change. A service advisor would get a call or this promise time updated, or we found out this part wasn't coming. And it was like almost as soon as you wrote it on the right board, you were erasing it and rewriting everything. And as soon as you got that done, something else changed, something else changed, so on and so on. And, um, so we, we, for me, um, sanity, we, we needed something that we could, um, you know, accountability for, for, for everybody and uh, just a more structured um, communication process to, to manage what we were doing because we want, you know, some shops are more high volume than others, but I'm a firm believer that you can do high volume and, and quality at the same time if you have the right tools at your disposal. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the limitation on paper, right, is if you're on paper and you're using the old uh, hand megaphone to yell, uh, A, I mean, it's really not a great, you know, customer service experience if I'm standing in your business and you're screaming at people in the back to try to communicate. But having said that, I mean, the other thing that you have to do is leave the counter or the techs are standing at the counter. And so what does that do? I mean, can you put like a, a dollar figure on, on the loss of productivity from that archaic communication or just, the, just having to do everything manually? No, that's, that's a great question. Um, dollar figure on it, you know, I, I would say most shops would see an increase in ARO of, of 100 to $200 immediately off of it. Um, 
couple things, you know, your A, your advisor or dispatcher, however you have your shop set up or, or that person stepping away from their computer, the missed opportunities for incoming, uh, you know, phone shoppers, um, people trying to check your business out, um, the extra time it takes to, to maybe get back to somebody um, on a quote that you, that you had promised. Um, all that missed stuff, just being able to streamline that. I would, most shops I would think could raise their ARO a hundred to $200. And the awesome thing is without adding a body, uh, it can be expensive yeah. to hire a talented person in this, in this industry with, you know, insurance and, and just the, their salaries and other things associated with that. Um, with this tool, it's something that you can do without, without having to add more staff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, and like you said, is, is you really, a lot of times you don't even realize it, right? That person, you know, went to the voicemail or something, nobody picked up the phone and maybe they called you back, but probably they didn't. And you just don't even ever realize the, the, the that you're missing out on that uh, potential customer. Right. Um, and so, and so keeping the, the, so let's talk a little bit about, about how we keep that service writer at the front counter uh, in a digital shop. Once you went digital and you kind of started to adopt the, and it's not just the chat feature, right? That's the thing about, about how Auto Vitals and the SmartFlow program works is, yeah, the chat feature is great for asking questions and the tech doesn't have to walk up, but, but also the smart markers really allow you to communicate more information in a faster time. Uh, that eliminates the need to ask additional questions. Can you talk a little bit, Marty, about how you guys, uh, you know, adopted the not just the chat, but also smart markers and, 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 and what did it do for your service riders uh, up at the front counter? Absolutely. Um, and then not to spin too far off down a trail, but not only keeping the, uh, the advisor at the counter, keeping the technician in their bay um, yeah. is very important. Um, if they're constantly having to come up and Hey, where's this? Where's my priority? Where's this part? You know, when they're when they're out of their bay asking questions like that, nothing's happening. The wrenches aren't turning. There, there's no flow going anywhere. So, you know, important to both. Um, the one thing, you know, yes, you have the, the chat feature where we can talk back and forth from the advisor from his station, you know, to the technician in his bay. Um, but the the smart and special markers are amazing. Um, just a quick visual from, you know, letting the technician know. Um, you know, we, we did some simple stuff just as green light, red light. You know, uh, letting him real simple picture letting the technician know with the 20 cars he has on his tablet I expect these four cars to go today if everything you know unless something out of the ordinary happens um, I can let them know that hey we're waiting on parts so that the parts should be here at this time um, hey I want this car washed I need this car inside overnight um, so without even having to chatter the hustle and bustle of him trying to diagnose and fix the 50 cars he's got on his on his tablet the service advisor trying to field you know some some phone estimates or or keep their customers up to date or, you know, track everything down, just real simple communication back and forth with, with pictures and, and pictures are worth, you know, a thousand words as far as letting them know, here's where we're at, I'm waiting on this customer or, you know, if you needed to, Hey, I need a little bit more information. Can you help me understand um, your diagnosis a little bit more on this or give me some word track so I can explain it better to my customer. Um, that, that was the biggest thing is in the hustle and bustle, it's nice sometimes if you have time to stop and talk to technician A, B, and C, and hey, here's what's going on. But in, in the real world that we're in, we don't. It's, you know, whether it's the, the boss wanting something done or a customer or this or that, we all have, you know, several irons in the fire to be able to real quickly put a picture of, you know, hey, here, I want this car washed. This one needs to go for QC. I need somebody to go drive it. 
whatever it may be. And the, and the awesome thing about it is you could change those special markers to anything you want. Um, there'd be days where yeah. trying, trying to mix it up and have fun. And, and maybe Marty wanted queso that day. Uh, <laughs> I put a little picture of some queso and send it out to my technician. <laughs> just, you know, just for a hint. Yeah, <laughs> So there's an added benefit to adopting uh, digital communication is not only do you increase productivity, but you might get what you want for lunch. Absolutely. <laughs> That's always, you know, just a hint. So, so tell me, Marty, I mean, you know, how important it is to keep your techs in the loop and what happens when they're not in the loop? What do they do and, and what does it cost? I mean, what's the cost? You know, it's it, the, the efficiency and, and then the lost bay time um, is huge. Um, as a former technician over 20 years before I got into management, um, me speaking for myself and, and for, for most of the techs is, is you're going to work to the speed of what you think you have. Yeah. And, and if I only thought, you know, Hey, I only have this car or this car, I may take twice as long on that brake job, or I may, may take a little bit longer lunch or maybe not hurry as much. Cause I don't think I have, have the work. And then all of a sudden you got a dispatcher or advisor coming out. Oh, Hey, I've got 10 cars to look at. Now you're trying to go from first gear to fifth gear. And as a technician, that's very difficult. Yeah. Um, to where at least for me and the way I worked, if I had, you know, more work than I knew I could get done today, say I had 50 cars and how many ever hours or whatever it was, I, I could, I could attack my day much better knowing that, Hey, here's what I got. And the awesome thing with it is, is too, is, you know, with, with the chat features and special markers and without having to go up front and see what's going on, somebody can let me know, Hey, you're going to have that waiter oil change or that customer that, that requests you to work on his car is going to be here at one much easier for me to fit that into my schedule than, you know, Hey, I'm maybe in the middle of a timing belt job and some are, you know, real critical job that, you know, somebody wants to stop you. Maybe that's not the best thing. You don't, you don't want that job to go sideways. It was really nice to be able to kind of plan that and say, okay, Hey, here's a good stopping point. I'm going to have this waiter, you know, here's where I'm going. So from a technician standpoint, um, it, I felt that I was able to be much more efficient with my time and, uh, you know, not just getting customers back to, cars back to customers faster so that uh, they were happy and more customers were coming back in, which, which improved everybody's bottom line. Yeah. You know, and you touched on it a little bit is, is, you know, one of the, you know, the, the, the ultimate markers, uh, you know, and the smart markers that we have have timers in there and, and um, you know, you can set, you know, so, so I guess one of the big questions you get a, a lot, it would be, you know, Hey, are my parts here yet? Right. What happens when you're able to put a timer on there on the technician's tablet and it's, and it's either counting down to say your parts are going to be here, you know, when this timer runs out or they're going to be here, let's say at 2 PM, like a static, you know, uh, delivery time. Do you, I, I mean, do you get less guys walking up saying, where are my parts or what do I do next? Huge. I, I found out for a couple of shops that I worked for that that was one of our biggest time killers was either wrong parts or parts didn't show up at the right time. And so that that counting down feature was huge because not only you, you have multiple people looking at it, um, maybe your shop. I, I ran dispatchers in my shop. Um, it worked for me. I know some people don't. They have their advisors doing it. But regardless of your setup, you have that, that timer, you know, OK, hey, this part is supposed to be here from X part supplier at one o'clock. And all of a sudden that timer sets down and now you have the technician that can see on his tablet that it didn't show up. You have the advisor up front that can see it didn't show up. If you run a dispatcher, he can see it. If you have a manager that's kind of overseeing everything, he can see it. So it really helped us true up a lot of those things just because, um, you know, hey, if the technician was busy, he had his nose down and he wasn't listening to the, the vibrate you know, that we were sending him or just whatever happened, maybe he was out on a test drive and uh, our advisor was busy with the customer, the person next to him. It just allowed more people to focus on that. And, uh, you know, one of the interesting things in this business is, is, is a good chunk of our 
our jobs are not really fixing cars as much as, as, as we're dealing with people and solving problems. And the quicker that we can find out what the problem is and go to solution, the faster we can get cars back to our customers and meet their expectations. And whether that be, hey, this car is taking a little bit longer than we anticipated being worked on, whether that be because um, something happened or the wrong parts, the faster we can identify that, the quicker we can go to solution and keep, keep, keep the, the production train going. And so, you know, and you mentioned, you know, so you mentioned, um, you know, customization of those smart markers and, and one of them, like you said, is you could easily quickly throw on a picture of some queso and maybe you got a nice lunch. What are some of the other uh, custom markers that, that you, that you made uh, and you know, what was the purpose and what was the result um, that you noticed once you implemented those, those special markers? Um. No, that's a great question. Um, one, one of the you know biggest things was was just allowing transparency for everybody. You know, letting the whole team know what the scoreboard was, for lack of a better word. Um, lots of lots of different things as far as um, maybe we had a real heater situation. We put a little picture of fire. Maybe this is a car that that we'd struggled with a little bit, or or maybe the service didn't go as good as planned the, the trip before, and we really wanted to make sure we went above and beyond for for this guest and, and, and try to make this transaction as smooth as we could. You know, we can put a little thing up there saying, hey, this is a heater um, or, you know, um, letting a technician know, hey, these parts won't be here till tomorrow. Um, so if he had another job to go to or, you know, he got to a good stopping yeah. point, we can move on to another project, so on and so forth. Um, you know, so is, the re is the result of that, Marty, that like if I'm able to see that stuff and I know, hey, this is the stopping point and and now I'm prepared. I mean, do you notice that I'm able to handle more, like maybe get an extra car in today and, and get that tech to complete a whole, you know, extra ticket versus uh, in the past when we had to walk around and figure it out every, like you said, by the time you walk back to the front counter, everything's changed. And so you got to walk back and get it all figured out and sorted again. And that seems like it's kind of a, a never ending process of back and forth re you know kind of updating people on information and, and and to keep them up to you know as real time as possible if you eliminate that do i get an extra car today absolutely um you know an extra car or, or get further on an extra project um you touched on it perfectly there um you know back in the old days with paper and all the hustle and bustle and shuffle as soon as you were out of work or didn't didn't understand that you didn't know or have the information of what you could do next but what happened is, is we'd have technicians backed up at the counter saying, hey, I need more work or this or that or waiting for the advisor to get off the phone. Or maybe they were dealing with uh, you know, a call or a customer that took longer than anticipated. Um, instead of sitting there wasting that production time, whether it was one or two cars or, you know, from the technician, maybe it was a couple extra hours they were able to flag that we were able to bill for um, as far as, OK, hey, I, I need to talk to, to Marty or service advisor A or B about this. They're tied up. Now I can look, everybody on the team can look and say, okay, hey, I've got this and this and this. So instead of just setting there wasting their time, they can be more productive on jumping onto that next car. Or, hey, I can go ahead and these brakes for the next one are supposed to be here in an hour. According to this, I'm going to go ahead and, and turn my rotors or, you know, vice versa. But I, I would say, you know, a couple extra cars. And then the biggest thing is trying to get a couple extra hours flagged for the technician. Um, you know, there's all sorts of, of metrics that we can, we can track in this business. Uh, from A to Z, and, and, and to me, one of the important was is if you have if you have technicians flagging hours and you're able to charge for those hours, the rest of the metrics kind of fall into place. <laughs> it's a very very broad yeah. statement, but it's that's the truth. Yep, money money makes the world go round. So so, but you know, okay. So let's talk about that. So so from a technician's adoption perspective, I mean, it's pretty simple for them, right? They just have to figure out what those little symbols mean on the smart marker, and then they're off to the races. 
But from a service writer's perspective, it's got to, it's probably a little bit different. It's a process change. They got to kind of buy into it and see the value. How do they do that? Um, as far as the service advisors? Yeah. Um, you know, the service advisors, I think the biggest thing value for them was being able to keep your, your customers more up to date and informed. Um, from writing service myself, I know one of the most uncomfortable things to do is to have to call a customer and nothing's happened with their car. Maybe it's been in the same spot or maybe you don't know any other information, um, but being able to see the technician's workflow, where everything's at, where they're at, helps them, gives them a little bit more of comfort when they're picking up that phone saying, hey, Mrs. Jones, your car's the next in, here's what he's working on, or, or however your shop handles that communication. Um, I think it gives the service advisors a, a peace, peace of mind that uh, where the car's at instead of somebody just telling them something and going off of blind faith. Um, the, the other part of it, you know, is with this thing, you know, from the technician down to the service advisor, um, you, you need total buy-in. Uh, it's, it's a system that, that your whole team has, has, to, has to use. Um, it's, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. You know, you, you got to test a study for tomorrow and you read the, the cliff notes on it real quick. You're, you're coin toss on how you do. If, you know, if, you, if you, everybody puts in their time and helps out, um, you know, again, it just boils down to more clear, better communication. Um, the, the more they know where the techs are at, the more they can review work. Or, or maybe as an advisor, I know the one thing that I liked from it, one of the best benefits was I could clearly see maybe the third car down on technician's A tablet wasn't going. And maybe I'd promise that car, you know, whatever reason that car had to go at five o'clock. As an advisor, I now had the ability to look at the same screen that my dispatcher, the way I had it set up, was looking at. And I could say, hey, I see a hole over here. Johnny's waiting on these brakes and, and I could get him to put this fuel pump in. That way, everybody's happy. Not that I want to steal work, but it gave me the, the option of saying, hey, just because he can't do it, I don't want the way I ran my shops, I didn't want, you know, three guys standing around because two guys had, had all the hours. We, we tried to spread it out and help everybody out and, and get everybody's hours up. And it really helped us, you know, the, the more that we can meet the customer's um, expectations, keep them informed on what's going on, the, the better everything usually works front to back. So, you know, you know, at the front counter, it's so, you know, it, it, it's so hectic and it's, and it's, and it's so, um, kind of event driven, right? Somebody walks in, the phone rings, I'm jumping through hoops. And, and so because of that, you know, to survive, we develop habits, right? And, and those habits kind of become instilled pretty deep because it's a kind of a survival response, right? Sure. How do you get a service rider to actually change those habits? If I'm used to just picking up the phone or shouting out to the guy or writing a post-it note and sticking it on a board somewhere, how do you get a guy to, to break those habits while he's in, you know, in the battle right at the counter and start to use that special marker or start to send that chat instead of the, you know, the, the, the hollering across the shop? How do you get a guy to, to do that effectively? That, that's a great question and, and something that uh, is not, not super easy. I, I think the, the key thing starts there is, is you have to have that one special person or, or that one one implementer that really owns it for, for your shop, whether that be the manager, the GM, the owner, whoever. Having that that person that really owns it and, and the team, getting your team to understand that this is how we're going to do it. I, I was able to, to, to get them on board and to buy into it um, by, by showing successes, you know, uh, going in, getting them, hey guys, get, give me one or two days, give me a week with this, we'll sit down, we're gonna show you the numbers and just being transparent with it, using the reporting features of showing them, hey, by you being able to build these estimates faster, not being away, 
um, you know, maybe your CSI went up or maybe your average RO went up X amount of dollars by sharing some of those KPIs. Uh, once they were able to see the success rate of that, the, the buy-in was huge. Um, I, I would say it was probably easier to get the advisor's buy-in than the technician at first. Um, yeah. As a former, former technician, you know, tw 20 years of doing something the same way in, in paper and in whatever it was, you know, that, that change was huge, you know, first and foremost, you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to affect how I, how I flag hours and how my, you know, just your whole world's turned upside down. But with, with, you know, showing them that, hey, following this and streamlining the, the inspection to, to help them go around the car faster and not waste time and mark it down, and translate the pictures, you know, to their, hey, you took this many quality pictures and the advisor edited it and see as a teamwork advisor, you, you, your ARO went from, you know, 450 to 600 tech, you know, you've been flagging 50 hours a week, you went to 75. And, and what did we do different other than we communicated better with each other and our customers um, through through pictures and chat back and forth. Um, I, you know, I always told my teams, the better we communicate internally, the better we can communicate with our customers. And most most customers, you keep keep them in good communication, they're happy. Not all of them, but, but a good chunk of them. Yeah. Now it always makes me smile, man, when I hear about uh, techs making more money, you know, uh, and that, and that's that's an easy way to do it, right? I mean, you know, it's it sounds it, it almost sounds too good to be true because when you can really when you look at the numbers and you hear, I mean, uh, you just saw that graphic that we put up there. I mean, those are those are real numbers, and and that's really kind of what's going to happen when you when you allow that to uh, to take place and give them the power to kind of uh, you know have an effect on how productive they can be by by giving them tools to just help them work better. Um, but let's talk a little bit about how, you know, what would you recommend to somebody? Let's say they're new to uh, SmartFlow or they're new to Auto Vitals, or they've been using us for a while, but they really, you know, what are those special marker things? I don't really use them, or maybe I just use them for basic stuff. What would you recommend to somebody uh, to, to get them started to see that value that you just described? Um, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I think one of the, one of the first things, um, is you got to sit down and you got to get your whole team bought in. Um, you know, if you only have one or two techs or one or two advisors, depending on how big your shop is, it's really this, just as anything, it, you really need your whole team on board with what you're doing. And, you know, one of those little things is little wins. Uh, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Maybe the win today was we asked for, for, for 10 pictures to be inspected or, or a, for the technician to, to do, to do his um, inspection, this one certain way, um, you know, don't, don't try to bite the whole, whole chunk off at once, little bitty pieces, little bit of victory, little bit of victories. Hey, technicians, I want 10 pictures on every car today or five or whatever you set it at. Let them hit that and achieve it before you throw, throw too much on. Mm -hmm. um, my, you know, me personally, um, I, with the auto vitals and smart flow tool, it's so amazing. It has so many different options and can be customized to, to, to different shops and how you want to use it. Um, I, my caution would be is don't, don't let that overwhelm you. Don't, you know, bite it off in little chunks. If you try to digest everything this program can do at once, it's going to be difficult for, for some people to handle that. And when, when they get clogged up or get frustrated, they're going to want to throw it away and go back to their old way. Um, so, you know, the implement, get everybody on the same page and start with small victories. You know, maybe, maybe it's okay. Maybe I said, you know, 10 pictures you wanted. Maybe it's, we start out the, the first week with, with two or three, and then, then we up it to four or five. Um, you know, trying, trying the different things in, in very small increments, I think, uh, for, for me was one of the biggest reasons we were successful with this tool. Um, you know, from, from a management standpoint, um, you know, there's always that finger pointing, oh, you know, rabbit Roger went that way or no, he went that way or, Hey, I told him I needed this or, 
And again, coming back to that, you know, good chunk of our jobs, in my opinion, is, is solving problems quickly to keep our customers informed and happy. And the accountability of the system, too, you can find out real quick, um, you know, you know, maybe you got a technician that comes in, hey, my hours are low, what's going on, service advisor A doesn't like me or whatever that may have been that day. You can real quickly, you know, take all the black, you know, take all the gray out of it. It's black and white. You can pull it up and you show his numbers. Well, hey, you, you only you only did one picture, you know, everybody else on the team did 10 and it gives you gives you more tailored training, you know, for a better understanding of where your people are at, you know, and how to tailor the training to help them out better. If that makes sense. Sure. And so, and so what would you say, like, have you ever, did you, let me ask you this. Did you ever like make a special marker on the fly where you just kind of, you get the same question over and over again and you're like, I'm going to solve this right now by, I'm going to build a special marker that says, Hey, here's where the wheel lock key is. It's in the glove box. Leave me alone. Uh, did you ever find yourself doing that kind of creating special markers as you go based off of kind of the same type of situation that reoccurs or same question that you would get over and over again? Absolutely. Um, you know, the redundant things um, you touched on a, on a perfect one. So I'll, I'll run with it is the wheel lock key. I um, can't tell you how many times you get to talk to the customer. You're asking all the questions. You're trying to get everything and you forget that one thing. And, um, you know, it's interesting. Some technicians, uh, um, they don't want to dig through through cars and some shop policies is, you know, they, they don't want to find that key. And then it comes the whole, well, was it at the last shop or was it this or who lost it? You know, things can just get a little bit crazy. And, and literally, there was so many times a technician would stop or not get something done where he came up and said, hey, I need this wheel lock key. Can you call a customer? Well, you know, everybody's busy and maybe that customer's at work or at a meeting or whatever life's happening. Yeah. It was real easy for us to to build that marker on the fly real quick and say, hey, we asked the customer that, that's in the center console. It's in the glove box. Put it back there. <laughs> Make sure that's where you put it back <laughs> so we can find it next time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and parts, parts was a big thing too. I mean, you know, technicians wanting to know maybe they had, you know, 20 hours on their tablet that day and they're trying to arrange everything and why, you know, he can get maybe the intake gaskets all cleaned up and whatever, but he needs this part to get that going. Um, you know, we, there's a lot of time the technicians after we did this too, you know, we eliminated the, hey, cool, and now I can look at my tablet and see what works there. Now, so that he could figure out whatever, which direction he wanted to go, we could real quickly build that marker instead of having him come up here saying, well, where's this part coming or what, what happened here? We just built a little countdown saying, hey, it's here in an hour. And when that thing went off, you had a technician, you had an advisor, and you had um, the dispatcher in, in my situation that uh, you had three people that acknowledged that, hey, that part wasn't there and they could go work on it together to go to solution. Yeah, and, you know, and that's a really great point is that, you know, get your techs involved. Right, they probably have some some a good information for you about what special markers would help them. Right, something that they're usually you know have a question about or have to spend time trying to figure out. And if you can solve that through a simple special marker, get your text because then you also get the buy-in. Right, if they're suggesting which markers to use, you start using them. Well, then there's really no excuse that you didn't know the information because we delivered it to you how you asked for it. Absolutely. And, and, you know, a touch point there, not to sort of go back too far um, with the technicians, you know, we were talking about getting buy-in from the team, from the advisors and technicians. One thing that we found is, is a lot of technicians, you know, they had, they would do an inspection their own set way. You know, they, they like to check this, this, and this, rack it up, check this, check that. Well, number one, you, you want your tech, your, your inspection to be as streamlined as you can from technician one to technician five or how many ever you're running. Um, but one of the quickest ways we got their buy-in was, you know, with me, I went to my shop form and said, okay, hey, let's, let's do it. Let's set out a uniform thing for everybody. And we just sat down and did an inspection. I let him go with me and we tailored it to, to what worked best for them that, hey, I'd like to check this on my test drive and let's put the, these over here. And, 
Um, so, you know, get, getting the buy-in, you know, letting them, you can't have seven people tell you how to do it. You got to, you know, have one, but getting buy-in and help and, and using bits and pieces from everybody when they feel that they're part of it, now they have ownership in it and, and, and they're going to put more into it. Um, you know, just, just like anything, I know I've said it, said it several times, but you're, you're going to get out of it what you put in it. And the yeah. more buy-in you get from your team and the more they put into it, the, it all equates to, to, to more streamlined communication. The better we communicate with each other and our customers, the better everything else tends to usually go. Yep. Rising tide floats all boats. And that's how we get those big productivity increases because teamwork's make the dream work. And, and, and when you, when everything's just humming along, you'd be surprised at what you can accomplish. And, um, and so, I mean, you couldn't have, have said it any better. I hope folks are writing it down is that, Get the text to buy in, get the service writer to buy in by solving problems. Ask them, and, and, and if, they, if you educate them on what those special markers can do or what that chat tool can do for them, ask them how it's going to benefit them. Ask them what they would apply it to and what, what problems that they could solve with it. You might learn a lot, and, and you might uh, you know, get to a system that you know, all of a sudden, like I said, just allows you to just just increase productivity and increase your efficiencies uh, beyond what you think is possible. Um, anybody, did we get any uh, questions in? No questions. So, so if you're out there listening, we're going to be running a webinar. Marty and I are going to run a webinar tomorrow. And we're going to get in and talk about how to set this up. So if you're uh, uh, Auto Vitals customer, you've always been wanting to maybe start taking advantage of those special markers or, or the chat tool and setting up team chat, which is another uh, important, um, you know, uh, could be for, you know, high volume uh, type shops or have a lot of techs and, uh, you know, different profit centers and how you can set up your, your teams in there as well. We'll be talking about that tomorrow in our webinar, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, it's the uh, Digital Shop Talk webinar. And we'll be posting that up once, uh, once it's done. So if you don't have time to make it in live tomorrow, uh, which we'd love to have you in because then you can ask questions and we'll, we'll you know, answer your questions in there and kind of walk you through setup and some of the best practices for the digital communication tool. Uh, you can do that tomorrow in that webinar. If not, you know, if you can't make it, we're going to record it and put it up on help with the rest of our webinar. So it'll be there for you. But what I want you to think about is, you know, how can you get to that next level? How do you get to that next level of productivity through this type of communication? Uh, and definitely consider that chat tool and the special markers and come on in and see us tomorrow in the webinar so that uh, we can help you get set up. Fantastic. Well, Marty, I got to tell you, man, I really appreciate your time. Welcome to Digital Shop Talk Radio. Uh, I think this is going to be one uh, uh, first uh, uh, guest appearance of many uh, as we go through and really, you know, help some shops to uh, learn more about what the tool can do for them and how to actually get it into uh, production in their in their operations uh so again buddy i want to thank you very much for coming on and spending some time with us today no thank you guys too and you know it's one of those there's there's a lot of cars out there a lot of us have a lot of information why not help each other and make everything yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a concept right <laughs> and so you know and you can find more information uh if you want to engage with us ask some questions maybe you didn't get a chance uh, to see this or you're watching it on the recording, come into the Facebook form and ask your questions. We'll be happy to, to help you out. Just like Marty said is, you know, you're probably going to get a lot of opinions up there. We got a lot of, uh, I think we're at around 3,500 shop owners up there and techs and service riders. And, uh, you know, I, I got a, I, I had a really great um, conversation. Uh, well, I, I should say I heard secondhand about a conversation about where, uh, you know, went up and asked a question, maybe, you know, a little bit, 
uh, off topic, but 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 the response was, where else would I where, would I ask this type of question than on the Auto Vitals Digital Shop Talk forum? Because it's full of experts who are going to give me the advice that I need. So uh, take advantage of it. Uh, until then, we'll see you tomorrow in the webinar, 10 a.m. Pacific uh, Digital Shop Talk uh, uh, webinar. Uh, if you're not registered yet, you can go onto our website, just search for the webinar and uh, go ahead and get registered so that you can attend. Uh, and if not, we will talk to you next Wednesday on Digital Shop Talk Radio, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern. Until then, go make some money. We'll see you next time. Thank you.